I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why'd you take your pants off? Yeah, my balls was hot. I understand. Listen, man, what you just did was absolutely phenomenal. That was an incredible comeback victory, and it, it shows one of the reasons why people love to watch you fight, that you can put it all to bed with one shot. I told them, boys, I got no more heart. You know, they keep underestimating me. I ain't all that technical and all that, but I'm getting there. No one will question your heart, sir, after this. This is a come-from-behind knockout, the likes that we haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. 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 Chaz vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look. I don't even know where to start. I took the rawest form of expression and turned it to art. My verses weapons like Tony, that's Montana or Stark. And I don't care about these haters, they just playing their part. Cameras rolling, I ain't trying to mess with the order. They say you're sorta kinda decent with it, I was like sorta. See, they dumb their compliments down because they don't feel important. I just feel bad, they really try to have the distortion. Yo, this your boy, Chris J. You listen to episode three of Threes from the Ring. Appreciate you guys support the listen. Who out the bam? I appreciate it all. And got once again got my man's trail sav on here. Papa. All right, y'all. So as you heard at the beginning clip, UFC two twenty nine. It was two twenty nine, right? Yeah, it's two twenty nine. So it was the other night, which was very eventful in many interesting ways. Starting with our boy uh Darren Lewis, right? It's Darren Lewis, right? Derek, like, Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis. See, Derek like, Lewis. see, like, we're going to start introducing you. We're going to start putting combat sports into the uh, show as well, just so you guys know. So, this is why UFC will be mentioned now. I'm not the biggest uh, UFC thing, letting it be known now. But uh, Daytrail, he's definitely specialized in the subject. I would consider myself casual. But that boy Derek Lewis made me a fan after uh, seeing him knock dude out. And also his, uh, his interview uh, comments. That's a real-ass nigga right there. Yeah. Derek Lewis was um, was uh, was special. He, uh, he, um, it was, uh, it was, it was cool. He, um. He was getting beat up throughout that whole entire fight. Yeah, I, I and he knocked him out. And he was looking for that. I think that was his right hand, I believe. He was like, right at his left hand. He was looking for that left hand his whole, the whole entire match. The whole entire match. Russian dude was, uh, that Russian dude was bodying him. But, you know, Derek was fought through it. You know, he had no cardio. He fought through it and he knocked him out. So it was eventful. And his balls was hot. So it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, like watching the highlights, okay. I was like, "Damn, yo, this dude hit a body." But when I saw that knockout, I was like, "I." Right. But watching highlights, dude, I'm like, mm-hmm. "He legit, like he legit. He, he's that's the heavyweight division, right?" Yeah, he's he's uh he's the number. I think he's number two. He's the number two contender. Uh, Stephen Miocic is still number one after getting beat by Daniel Cormier, but he's not looking for a title shot. Like Derek Lewis is not ready to fight even. I don't know about Stipe. Him and Stipe are probably knocking each other out before the, you know, the third round. But Daniel Cormier will run circles around them. And just Daniel Cormier is too technical for for that man. So number two, uh, he had he, he had a fight against Francis Ngannou. That fight was probably the most boring thing I ever seen in my life. So like it a, is what it is. Like a, like a Woodley type 
fight born or well Willie see this is the thing Willie fights are not born it was just in a situation he was in he was um he was uh how you say he was going against people that don't match his his style of fighting so he he's the champion so he can't just you know when he's fighting against Damian Maya uh he um he 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 got what you call it he got he can't go on the ground with Damian Maya Damian Maya win so he has to let me close my door he has to um he has to uh what you call it he has to you know use his 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 takedown defense was really good at. he's a really good wrestler so he uses takedown defense and that makes a really boring fight like he and Damian Maya didn't do anything either but we drained time and Willie because you know. Blame the black guy. Tyron Willie, what he did in his last fight against a person everybody thought that was going to beat him, Darren Hill. Big, tall, lanky. I don't even know what he is. Irish, Scottish, English, I don't know. Um, Some kind of European dude, big, tall. Forearms is the size of my chest. uh, Darren Hill, you look at the forearms, the size of my chest. Um, And he knocked him out. So... No, I think he submitted him. I don't know. One of the two. He finished him. He finished Darren Till, which Darren, everybody thought Darren Till would finish him. So Willie, Willie is a fan. His fights are not born. It just, you know, when you fight people that you, you know, Wonder Boy, you can't strike with Wonder Boy. Because uh, Wonder, Wonder Boy will probably sleep you because Wonder Boy is the best striker in that division. So, you know. Okay. But it was born in the sense of uh, Kimbo Slice versus Dada 5000. And Dada almost died because it was that type of boring. There's two dudes trying to knock each other out, but not trying to get knocked out at the same time. So it was, it was a bunch of, you know, ring around the rosy type stuff. Of course. So, yeah. The technical fights, which, like, I'm just being silly. When I say fights are boring. I just, Dude, I know, I, mean, like, I, know. I talk about, like, Tyron Woodley. Like, when I said that, yeah. man, like, I know you was talking about Tyron Woodley, but if yeah. Tyron Woodley ever hear about this, he gonna, he gonna, he gonna give you the long strip on Twitter. You don't have to hold that. Exactly. Uh, but at the same time, that's, 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 that raises our listeners, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine. <laughs> if, he, if you do listen, I hope you do. I hope he's a fan. I hope he becomes a fan, and he, I hope you uh, get him on the show. Like we would love to have you on the show. Daytro would love to talk to you. I just sit there and just be like, uh, mm-hmm. I say, train me, train me, train me. That's all. I'm like, hey, can you train me? Every time you come to Chicago, what about training me? Yeah, I want you to train. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but proceeding yeah. on to the fun part of UFC 229, mm-hmm. our boy Connor tapped out and got choked out, and then proceeded to get beat up, and his whole crew get end up getting ass kicked by uh our boy Khabib and his crew. So um, I'm gonna let you go right. and uh, break everything down when it came to, comes to this. So uh. Real big. So this fight, this fight spanned, you know, could be most dominant during his division, but he had injuries throughout, stopped him from Uwap Bama. So he got his intro title shot, beat the crap out that dude, became champion. Now Conor McGregor, also a champion in that division, um, went to go fight for him as well, took a two-year break. It didn't even seem like two years ago when he fought for it, but, you know, he did. Uh, Took a two-year break, or it probably was a year ago, but you know he it's been two years since Conor McGregor fought someone, so it took a two-year break. Khabib didn't. He continued, continued, you know, fight. But yeah, like the real big thing happened, you know, his feud really started with 
Conor McGregor throwing a dolly at the bus, that whole incident. Yeah. And um, which we created like you know a big backlash and kind of getting in trouble with New York and things of that nature. Ooh, but kind of cleared all his stuff, court dates, all that thing straight. Probably on probation. I don't know. Probably serving community service. I don't know. But he end up you know getting this fight with Khabib. Now, little history on Khabib. He beats niggas. That's it. And he wrestled bears when he was a shorty. That's it. Real ground to pound guy. <laughs> Real ground to pound guy. Uh, strangles you like it goes. It's 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 a he's it's very annoying. As if if you ever was, you know, fighting like your big brother or something. Well, Chris, you wouldn't know. When your big brother use his big brother's strength and you can't do anything about it, that's how it's like. I, I felt no fault, man. I feel like it's like fighting Khabib. So Khabib and Connor is a he got okay takedown defense. He has the best striking, but you know his conditioning is horrible. And Khabib said he's gonna use that. So this Khabib went at him that whole entire fight. Kept shooting him, kept shooting him. You know Connor was doing okay with it comes to the takedown defense, but kept going. Khabib even rocked him with a punch. Man, that darn rearranged kind of face, but came around for, choked him out, made him tap, kind of holding that L. Kind of, kind of never lose to a decision, but he will tap to a nigga. So, um, it's it's a it's a good thing. I think that everything that happened was good for the UFC. Agreed. His exposure. The man, so a little bit more like Connor throughout that whole Prince conference, coming at that man, calling his family terrorists, calling him a terrorist, coming at that man, coming at Mother Russia, coming at Putin, coming at everybody, coming at yeah. He came at Allah Smitty. He came at Allah Smitty. Um, and yeah, could be yeah, you know anybody after beating the biggest MMA fighter, UFC fighter, biggest combat sports person, Conor McGregor, after beating him, he's gonna be fired up. Went out there, freaking dolphin kicked his goddamn manager after spitting on Conor McGregor. Freaking Drake got the heck up out that jam. Uh, I hope Drake, all I'm saying, uh, Drake, if Drake was there, Drake was in the crowd. I don't think he. I think he. I don't think he was on that side where the coaches and stuff was there, but Drake was in the crowd. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. Kind of caught him up. Yeah, man. But yeah, he freaking backflip, backhand, you know, got the fight, and his brothers and his coaches went up there and gave Conor McGregor a god darn seven pass of pain beat down. So it was, it was, it's crazy, but, you know, I, it's not a double standard thing. Conor McGregor is not the most sportsmanship dude unless he loses. But when he wins, he talk crap. You know, it was sometimes he'd be humble, but he talk crap, you know. In a situation with maybe is, he talk crap, call him a cholo gangster. Tad with racist, but you know, he got back. You know, I can't feel, I don't feel any remorse for Conor McGregor. He got beat by the better man, and he got he got out Conor McGregor. This, this dude actually threw punches. Like, this dude went out there and got darn leaf hurricanes a coach, and your coach couldn't do a thing about it. And the security guards couldn't do a thing about it. So, really good event. UFC 229, probably Dana was looking like he was hurt, but that's a PR stunt. Hopefully, nothing happens to Khabib, but his visa, his anything. I hope they give him his check. 
because he, he two million for showing up. I want my two million for showing up, plus the fight of the night bonus, plus the submission of the night bonus. I want all of that. So, um, you know, it's a really good event. There was other, you know, um, good uh, fights like Tony Ferguson had a good fight, I think, against you know Sergio Pettis or Anthony Pettis. One of them. He always puts up decent fights. Yeah, he struck now, but back then he was cold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, it was a good, it was a good event. A lot of people got knocked out. I think a black dude with dreads got knocked out too. Hey, stay strong, my brother. Okay, uh, yeah, get <laughs> it happens, but uh, yeah, good event. I think it only gets up from here. Uh, I don't think there's gonna be a rematch. I personally don't like it. money's involved, so it probably will be. But I personally don't want to see a rematch. I personally want Conor to go back to like the flyweight and um, go against Max Holloway. Uh, that'd be a good fight. But you know, Conor probably stay up there. Probably get a Nate Diaz three. Um, yeah. out of it. Cause like if Khabib gets stripped, Nate Diaz and Conor probably fight for the vacant belt. Um, uh, I'm just tired of that's that's I'm instant money. Of, it's instant money, but I'm I'm tired of seeing it like. I'm just tired of seeing it because they're going to entertain the value of it. They're going to beat the hell out of each other for five rounds straight. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the entertainment of it. But, like, I really don't want to see it again. It's, to me, it's like seeing John Jones versus Cormier again. I know yeah, I don't want to see John Jones come here. I don't want to see it again. Backwards heel kick come here. forehead in, but wow, Kurt Cocaine. He's a crack. You a crackhead, John Jones. But, yeah. I don't know. There's only up from him. Brock Lesnar is going to get beat by Daniel Cormier soon. Um, can't wait for that. Uh, so, who knows? Hopefully, kind of stays in the UFC. If I was him, I'd just sleep with the millions and millions and millions of dollars. He hit the top 10 in, you know, sport, highest paid sports people. He's in top 10. So, I think he's top five. Yeah, I think he's either top ten. He's he's definitely top ten. I think he's top five. Mm. He's up there with big dog. So, chill with your money, my guy. <laughs> chill with your money, my guy. So yeah, great event though. I liked it. Yeah, like from the highlights I saw, like the event itself was overall good. Like each of the fights. Was yeah. I normally always try to catch the pre-fights, but I had to work it last night, so I'm, of course I missed the pre-fights. But the main yeah. thing with the Khabib and Connor thing like Khabib literally dominated that fight clearly like he was clearly the better man like you said but mm-hmm. for me like the casual seeing all the drama that's the comedy part that's the yeah. comedy part like seeing that man he was hyped like I get the adrenaline and everything like of course like I, that's the biggest win of my life and then this dude also slandered my family my religion of course I'm gonna uh, sit there and talk my shit and then I'm gonna jump out and then literally I'm gonna go and then if I'm hearing his people talk shit of course I'm gonna go pull up on him yeah, I'm pull up on him, do an eagle dive, get my eagle on, punch some people, probably get hit mm. in the back of my head a few times. But, like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like you said, give the man his money. Like, I get, like, yeah. the anger yeah. and the backlash and, like, whoop the bam, but Connor has done – Connor literally had this coming in a way. Like, him and mm-hmm. him, like, you – it's like my – I'm a strong believer in, like, if you talk stuff, talk enough shit to the point where literally mm-hmm. – it's like, yo, I might have to give you them hands. I might have to give you them <laughs> hands. And he, he had literally he had to give him hands in the name of Mother Russia. 
He had to give hands in the name of Allah. He had to give hands in the name of his damn family too. So like, yeah. I was talking to the point where it's like, yo, you just legit got to whip his ass for the culture. For your culture, for your, like literally. So like, I'm not mad at all at what Khabib did. I get why Dana White is trying to play the uh, sympathetic figure and got to be Mr. Professional about it, but at the end of the day, oh, um, but Reggie Miller and I'm not going to say anything about Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was send my head to orbit, but Bunt Reggie Miller talk about this is worse than Malice in the Palace. Joe, Ron Artest went out there slinging fans and not caring. So, like, no, ain't nothing worse than nothing, Nothing's topping Malice in the Palace. Nobody, there, nobody got a falcon punch slid shot to Jermaine O'Neal in this event. <laughs> nobody, like uh, nobody. Everybody yeah, was no. connected to the parties involved. There wasn't no fans that got hurt. Thank yeah. God, thank God, no fans got hurt. That's the positive. Yeah. Could you imagine a fan getting caught yeah. by a Khabib elbow or something? Yeah. Like me, like mm-hmm. Jim, would be lit. Like then there'd be a problem. Then I was like, all right, don't give him his money. He was wild, but like he, he, it was, it was, it was calculated perfectly like it was calculated <laughs> but like yeah. the man is money g like yeah i get the las vegas fighter committee gotta do what they gotta do and all of that if he's banned for fighting in vegas okay cool but like give the man his yeah. money, give the man at least get, like, you don't even gotta give him his like his bonuses but give him his i showed up money at least like nigga <laughs> earned that at least like give me my showing up money i don't i don't give a damn yeah. about the bam and all that but give me my show up money if not, he's yeah, gonna get prudent and uh, we fuck. <laughs> definitely, give him a short money. I, he need his money. Um, so, hey, that's how I want him to see. He need his money. Exactly. So, moving on, uh, the Super Showdown going to WD Wrestling. The Super Showdown was last, well, early, early Saturday morning. So I really didn't get a chance to catch it live, but I did catch it during the uh I I caught it on my way to work yesterday. Well, I, I watched it in the morning, then I watched the rest on my way to work. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just get like overall. I feel like the show was really, really, really good. Like I really have no like no problems about it. No problem. Honestly, there was really no. Well, the only matches I did. I'm gonna be honest. I only did not watch probably like one or two matches and that is the uh the ronda rousey bella twins tag team match because honestly i really don't want to watch the bella twins for like any more than like five minutes i'm sorry that's dead and uh even if ronda is there but like sorry i'm just not gonna watch that match and then i, I think i only caught bits and pieces of the uh new day match because i knew what was going to happen new day was going to win as they deserve and there's nothing exciting about the bar in 2018 to me anymore so Oh, put some respect on Cesaro, bro. Bro, I put love Cesaro, but he bro. also took the pin. <laughs> he took the pin, G. Ah, I really didn't want. I really didn't really care for the match, but overall, like it was a good pay per view. Well, Australian pay per view, like Super Show, whatever the hell they want to refer to as. It's a, it's big, but it's a, it's a house show for Australia that they say we could profit on the network. Exactly. You know. So it like John Cena beating them in the five moves of Doom, six you know, moves. it's the house show. Six moves, my bad. Six moves of Doom. Oh, yeah. It's the oh, house show. That's uh Maga Cena. That's John Cena Langfield, bro. Man, like, John Cena looked literally like a whole different person. That man got lost hella muscle mass 
and then got a bogus ass haircut. Like, gee, I feel bad. No, is this about to do a Black History movie or something? Like, what is he about to do? I don't know. Like, like they, like even during the pay per view, they said he was working out with Jackie Chan and all of that, and I was like, okay, what they got to do with anything? So you might have a movie. They in a rush hour of three? Four. It'll be four. Oh, I hope not. Oh. No, he had the haircut of somebody who, who voted for Trump. So like Fallen no, he's he's gonna be on Avengers four and he's gonna literally be uh Captain America at the end of that movie, for all I know. Like, I don't know, but like but even then that John Cena match was fake entertaining, I would say. Mm-hmm. It was fake entertaining. Like I, I thought Elijah was taking a pinfall because if Kevin Owens only took the pinfall, my my I wanted to have a little small tear in my eye. Uh, I would have turned the show off automatically and canceled my subscription. <laughs> like if Kevin Owens took a pin, like Kevin Owens is literally my top dog. Like that's my nigga right mm-hmm. now. So, mm-hmm. like, so like literally, if Kevin Owens took the pin, every everything's gonna shut down. Sorry, mm-hmm. but that was a fake <laughs> entertaining match. The, to me, the match of the night was AJ versus uh, my man Samoa Joe. I hate that it ended the way it did. I really want Samoa Joe to win the belt at this point, but I think mm. I do. But at this point, they really want they gotta give the Saudi Arabians uh, AJ versus Daniel Bryan for the culture. It looks yeah. Like, so. yeah. Even though I appreciate more of Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe finishing the job, but it's it's. It's crazy, um, you know. AJ, I love AJ Styles. One of my favorite wrestlers right now. But he needs to drop that belt. He's been champion too long. If they're trying to beat CM Punk record, then cool. Nothing beat CM Punk record. But if they're not trying to beat CM Punk record, don't waste my time with this feud. It'll be with this title reign, yo. Please don't waste my time with this title reign. Please. And then, I'm, I'm curious on, like, because I, and I, I, I get like, okay, giving the Saudi Arabians the goddamn Daniel versus AJ match, but it don't really need to be for the belt. Like, you could have, like, to me, the way the feud was set up, it was like, look, it was, it had to end the way it had to end. Either AJ was going to win or Samoa Joe was going to win, and then he's going to sit there and drop the greatest promo about how he took his belt and his family. That would have been, oh that would have been the most evil, intense promo of 2018 probably because like yeah and i would have been entertained by because samoa joe nobody cuts heel promos like samoa joe right now i feel like but big words the big words was make even better actually actually i give it like samoa joe probably would made a good promo but the biggest promo of the year still goes to last week's raw of um uh, Kevin Owens and my man Elias, bro, they couldn't even speak, bro. They was getting booed. Seattle really got to hold the fact they ain't getting the basketball team for twenty twenty five, Joe. Get a hold of that. They do. <laughs> they really, they really do, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Hopefully, nobody hears this. I have nothing but love for Seattle. Russell Wilson is a good guy. Uh, shout out to Sierra Cruz. But um, but, <laughs> but anyway, but, like I just I'm just over AJ having the belt because it's just like he's had it for a day near a year now, and it's just like okay, he's beating all the major players on SmackDown, and now he and 
I think at this point you have to let Daniel Bryan win. Yeah, get Daniel Bryan the belt. Have Miz probably win in a roll up or something like that, and have them undercover feud to Mania. You know, exactly. put the feud on the back burner. Probably have some more Joe choke him out or something like that. Because like AJ right now with the belt is getting born and stale because he beat every big heel except for the Miz. He beat every big heel. Unless after, you know, after Survivor Series, they do another superstar shakeup and bring more people in. Who is he going to go against now? You know, Randy can't go against Shinsuke no more. You know, so who? Again, where's the U.S. title? Uh, you know, out there, out there in Japan, bro, doing the same. I think personally they're just trying to Get I think they want to be. I think they want since they knock more to be a top guy, you know, and stuff like that, and to be a, a um a, a main event with the belt. But I think they're trying to get his English better. Me, that's personally what I'm thinking right now. What they're doing with him, they're just trying to get his English better because since they knock more, his money to Japanese fans. So it is money to every fan, but especially the Japanese. Um. So they just probably trying to get his English better. That's why he's not, you know, on TV as much. But putting the belt still on somebody credible, you know. So and not they're not feuding Randy Orton for some reason. Even though every time somebody got to fight Cisco Nakamura, Randy Orton come out there with a screwjob or something and hurts them physically and mentally. Yo, so who knows? Speaking of Randy Orton, I'm pretty much really interested in the uh, creep life Randy Orton right now that he's going through. Yeah. Like, ever since, ever since. They said my man's pissed his hands on his nut sacks and shake people's hands, bro. This Randy Orton has been different, bro. And I appreciate it. It's really different, but I'm cool with it because it's entertaining as hell. So I'm fine bro, with what it. what if he tells Ty Dillinger to shake his hand? Like, shake my hand, please. Yeah, Ty, like, nah. Ty Dillinger is about to get fired the next week. <laughs> He's about to get his future endeavors. So, hey. But it's just, the SmackDown World Title scene is, is going to be interesting. I would say at least going mm-hmm. to uh, Saudi Arabia because at this point you just got to give a- AJ just needs a break from the belt. Let Dan Brown mm-hmm. have it. Let him and Miz go go at it. Then if you mm-hmm. want to give Samoa Joe the belt, so that so like Daniel's going to be like treated like a transitional champion. Let, let Samoa Joe choke his ass out for the culture. Let let Samoa Joe hold the belt for a minute. Then let Samojo have a couple months. Daniel Bryan wins, uh, what you'll call it. Somehow him and Miz end up fighting for the belt in Mania. At Mania. That's, that's, yeah. that's the best way to go at it at this point. Like, yeah. it's just well, it's have a way, have a way to have a threat match to crown Joe with them three and Joe take the belt in. You know, something. Or a fatal four-way. Or a fatal four-way. With Miz saying, you know, you only won with a roll-up. And Samoa Joe saying, I'm not finished with you yet. So. And he's going to take all of their families. Yeah. We're going to have a fatal four way. And, you know, Samoa Joe or the Miz has to be a heel, wins that belt. Here. And that will bring, you know, that opens up stories. Exactly. That can get the exactly. Daniel Bryan versus Samoa Joe food. And Samoa Joe finally finishes the job. We can get AJ Styles versus the Miz, you know. Uh, so it depends. You know, I want to see what they going to do. Hopefully, they do the right thing. Um, 
But who knows? That was how I've seen is though. Because who's the main eventer right now? In SmackDown? Someone, yeah, Samoa Joe, AJ. I guess Miz and Dan. Dan Brown. Oh, and um, oh my my boy. Uh, even though I, I think they're trying to work on his English too. Um, Cian Almas. Oh yeah. Well, he, 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 yeah, he. Cian Almas has the potential. To literally, be like that's like we had, spoke about on like the first episode. G SmackDown has a lot of great heels, but no faces. Yeah. That's the problem. Uh, yeah, two, two faces. faces. Like you have two main events. I don't even know what Shinsuke Nakamura is. Exactly. We don't even know what Shinsuke is. And then you can throw Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy in there. Randy Orton can be whatever he feels like this day, uh, whenever he feels like it. And Jeff Hardy, I'm not putting Jeff Hardy in the main event scene, but he's a main yeah. event talent. Talent, in a way. He's a main event talent. So, like. Let me just crush that some more next week on, on SmackDown because they're going to get together. Well, that's going to so. be fun to see. Yep. That's going to be fun to see. But then mm-hmm. another, another decent match was the uh, Iconics and uh, Naomi and uh, Oscar. Even though it was a quick match, and I knew that they were gonna set up for all the Australians to win because they you can't you can't have them losing their hometown. But I mean, the whole country, whatever the hell Australia's considered yeah. as. But like, that was, yeah, it, it was a really good match. Country, uh, or continent? Uh, but yeah, yeah, good match. Um, no reason for. I can see if they're you know put these random tag teams together to push, you know, that, that, that belt of evolution, if there's going to be a belt. Um, but if there's not going to be a belt, Oscar needs to be putting Naomi in a goddamn chokehold right now, Jeff. Like, please, you wasting Oscar. You are. This is why I'm glad Oscar ain't go to Raw and get fed to Ronda Rousey. In a way, when I for now. Term, I'm glad that Sasha Banks and Bayley have been around because they would have got fed to Ronda too. I would have been mad. Shoot, look at Ember Moon. Ember Moon helping Ronda freaking win matches. Like, Ember Moon has the rawest finisher known to man, and she's not doing anything. Send her to SmackDown. Half her food against Becky Lynch and stuff. Just keep all the pretty faces on freaking Raw. That sounds horrible. Just keep all the, you know, the money makers. That sounds really bad. Just keep all the people you want to feed to Ronda on Raw. That's all that's all it's looking like is Ronda getting fed, so. Exactly, and there's not a lot to feed to Ronda either. That's the that's another problem. But yeah, I could see like if they do if look, I don't know what the hell they about to do with this women's tag team division. But like mm-hmm. at this point, I'm at this point like what is it? Becky Lynch and Charlotte, which was also a really decent match. It was very entertaining. Uh, I'm starting to really appreciate heel Becky Lynch, by the way. But awesome. if you want to get a change of pace for like, because at this point, like I think people are just tired of seeing Charlotte. Put her up, mm-hmm. put, put Oscar and Becky Lynch against each other. Yeah. Like, it, like, Oscar's a face. It works. Everybody's happy. Then you get Becky Lynch. She's a heel. And then she can sit there and talk her shit to a uh, uh, non really good English speaking Oscar. And we good from there. All Oscar got to say is he's not ready for Oscar. So, uh, I don't want, I think, I hope this is the end of Charlotte. Well, no, it's going to end of evolution. Evolution needs to be the end of Charlotte v. Um, Charlotte v. Becky. That needs to be the end of Charlotte versus Becky. That's, I definitely see that's going to be the last of it. And then I feel like at that point, don't give Charlotte the belt back. Like I feel like nope. Just like that way, in a way, it's, that way you can set up a storyline with Charlotte where she 
it's like okay we we'll off the bam and then around that time you have a royal rumble seasons are going to start so i could see mm-hmm. charlotte like going through her struggles of like oh i don't know what the hell's going on type of struggle mm-hmm. and then she wins the royal rumble then she says you know what i'm gonna go against uh what you'll call it and then we go from uh go against ronda you have your main wrestlemania main event and you're straight from there mm-hmm. no no definitely um Ronda versus Ronda versus um, Charlotte has the capabilities to main event WrestleMania, like close WrestleMania. If they can't get, uh, if, if if the rumors of them getting Rock is true, which I hope is not, then, uh, no, then I feel like that's that's probably going to main event. That's probably yeah. main event unless they have the Rock. Like Saudi Arabia is running a lot of things right now. I think Saudi wants the Rock too um, to be there. Like they want a lot of the attitude errors, people. That's why you know Shawn Michaels is actually wrestling. Uh, so, yeah, Shawn Michaels' bald head stuff is actually wrestling, and they want you know those people to be there because, uh, you know, they like the old school people. That's why Hulk Hogan got reinstated. Hulk Hogan didn't get reinstated because it was a while. I think the first Saudi Arabia match it came out like they wanted to see Hulk Hogan and stuff like that. And they say, you know, Hulk Hogan, and we forgive you, Shazam, nigga. So it's, who knows, Hulk Hogan, don't be surprised if Hulk Hogan come out, and, you know, your favorite wrestler, Hulk Hogan, brightens your day, dude. Don't be surprised. That's when, once again, I will cancel the network, and uh, all existence (laughs) of it will be no more. (laughs) Come on, man, Hulk Hogan, you love him, dude. You don't want to see him back in WWE? What, you want him to go to New Japan? I want him to far away from my TV screen. And my phone screen, whichever which I want, wherever I'm watching wrestling on. Ah, uh, come on, it's Hulk Hogan, bro. It, come on, when the stars coming down and it hurts inside. And for Coke Hogan, on, G. that's the real <laughs> mood right there, G. Coke Hogan. It is terrible, but uh, let's see. What? A, oh yeah, and then the, it was a bunch of other mid matches. Honestly, like I can't really uh, a lot of mid. Um. No, you, you can't stun the set. The um, the cruiserweight title match is really good. Oh yeah, that was, uh, I forgot about that match. That was a really good, good match. I hated that uh, yeah. my man's black folks had to lose, but you gotta go. But I was just I'm sorry. It's, it like I was watching uh, a person talk about you know, and anybody watch uh, Cultaholic on YouTube, uh, there was you know talking about the show and. My man, what's his name? Cedric Alexander. Cedric Alexander wasn't a bad champion, but it wasn't a good reign. So it it was. was he they have to put. On, <laughs> I think the whole thing of Neville dipping out really hurt that that the whole cruiserweight. But he held he held the division. You know, I think they set up for Mufasa Ali to probably win at the Super Show. I mean, at the Crown Jewel thing, um, probably. Even though that's that's in November, right? So they got enough. They got a month to build that up. Uh, he probably went at the crowd jewel thing, and um, you know, make the Muslims happy. And um, who knows what happens? But you know, Buddy Murphy, really big dude in the cruiserweight division. Did have, to think that was the dude that was um, he was part of Blake and Murphy. The heck happened to Blake? On NXT, put up Blake and Murphy on NXT. The heck happened to Blake? So, hey, bro. Sometimes you, you you disappear. Sometimes, bro. You disappear sometimes. Like that dude probably behind the camera or something. I don't know. 
he probably in a producer role. He might pop up as a security, uh, breaking people up in fights and stuff, bro. Like, yeah, true, true, true. Um, but like, one thing I say is Cedric Alexander. I was listening to another podcast, uh, the first Black Champ, a really decent podcast. Uh, they were saying that Cedric Alexander was the probably the longest reigning Black Champion in WWE oh, yeah. history. That's not named The Rock. Bro, look, Mark Henry, bogus reign. Booker T, maybe, maybe he's up there with Booker T. King Booker, King Booker reign wasn't that long. It wasn't that long. Like I think up two months, two three months. I know Kofi, U.S. and Intercontinental reigns just bogus as heck. Yeah, they were all quick, like no more than two months each time. Yeah, so. Cedric was going like five, almost going to like five months strong because he won it in Mania, around Mania. It was yeah at Mania. So then yeah, he had it for like another five months, which is like the longest I could think of for any black dude that held a belt. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, we gotta get a shout out for that man. We don't get that that often, bro. Shout out. Also, WWE made a, a they made him strong. Like nobody was kicking out his finisher, Joe. Nobody was kicking out that lumbar check, Joe. Nobody and Buddy Murphy was the only dude to kick out of it and succeed. He was finishing people with that. He was a exactly. strong champion. It just his, his reign wasn't that good. And hopefully they don't bring like Tommaso Ciampa and freaking Johnny Gargano down to that 205 Live just because you know it's not a lot of people that can generate that much cash. So, uh, but um. I can see Gargano going down there, but I don't see Chuck. No, 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 no. I can see Gargano being the perfect, you know, SmackDown Semi Zayn. You know, <laughs> perfect SmackDown Semi Zayn. Never wins anything, but wrestles his butt off and everybody likes him. You know, uh, uh, and you know, Chompa, Chompa the Goat. So that's a star right there. <laughs> uh, if they if Bishop Man ruined Chompa, bro. Like you said, I'm gonna have to turn the network off and unsubscribe. Yo, I think Mugs on legit right if that happened. <laughs> Mugs was legit right. I think Mugs no, put a hit out on this man. Nah, you know what? Him. I'm gonna make him face and give him the rosebud. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> mm, you gotta hold that. So then, uh, we got the the uh, the dogs of war versus the shield, which is actually a really, really entertaining match. Really entertaining, uh, like. House show. You said what? House show. House show. It's house show. That's what it's like. So to me, they it was interesting in the sense that for one, they made Drew McIntyre look strong against everybody. Like, like literally, I, I like slowly but surely, I'm looking. I'm like, yo, I see, like I see it. Drew McIntyre has it. He yeah, has it bro. Now. He has it now. Like it's like I don't, and then I, I never realized how huge he is. He's dang near like bigger than Braun Strowman without uh without just looking like with the tight ass clothes. Yeah, much. and then Braun yeah. like literally running running everybody over on the shield at one point. The match was comical as hell too, just so he could uh, get everybody out the paint. And it was mm-hmm. a really interesting match. Everybody took their bumps. They continued to play on the uh, Dean Ambrose is going to turn on everybody uh card. Yeah, and, which is yep. cool in itself. But one part I love was like right when Brown, when Brown was running everybody over, and he was like, "You know what? Who is that? I think who was he was about to run. I was Dean. He was about to run over, and 
he was like, "Yo, get his ass right there so I can run his ass over." So, because uh, <laughs> he kicked out the, because he kicked out the zigzag and he ran everybody else. Yeah. He killed Roman. He killed uh Rollins. I think Rollins got the worst one. And then he was about to run Dean Ambrose over, and then out of nowhere, Reigns speared folks. Yeah, they said that. And I was, yeah, that was a great spear spot. That was a, that was a great was spear like spot. One of the best spear spots I ever seen Roman do. Oh yeah, Charlotte. The shit. Oh yeah. By the way, Charlotte had one of the best spears. I had a better sh- uh, spear than uh, Roman Reigns ever did. <laughs> that didn't, doesn't involve a spot. Uh, I hate to say that yeah. as a Roman guy. Yeah, I know. But that hurt. To yeah, say. yeah, I know. It hurt to say. <laughs> I know what you mean, man. <laughs> but I know what you mean. But like that spot was perfect. It was perfect. It did. It was a good way to get Braun out the picture. Because Braun and Drew was literally dominating. And then yeah. they got Drew out the way. And then Dean won with a dirty deeds. Oh, Dean? I, 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 bro, I was, uh, I looked away during the finish. Uh, Dean won with the dirty deeds? Yeah, Dean. Shout D, out to D, Dean Ambrose. D, Dean Ambrose turning here. Because you already know, this is the main event. Roman gets that goddamn. Roman gets that pinfall. Man, that's the fun part. I mean, you know what I mean. Pay per view. I meant to say pay per view. Mm-hmm. If it's a pay per view, you know Roman gets that pinfall. G. You already know. We get a ooh and it's all over. And the funny thing is, we was about to get a shield, uh, a shield power bomb, but uh, that's when uh, Braun started running everybody over. It was very yeah. it, when that moment, like the moment when Brian was about ran everybody over was like, yo, I think they legit about to lose this match. <laughs> and they literally, legit, I'm like, they about to get dominated. <laughs> but then I was like, oh, shout out to Rain <laughs> with the spear spot. But yeah, Dean, yeah, Dean winning it probably do set up the, all right, uh, you guys need me more than you, uh, you guys need me more than you guys need me. We'll have the Bam storyline, which if it happens, it happens. But I'd rather them do a slow burn with uh, the shield run right now rather than they, like rush it. Like Russia. Like, yeah, no, I, I I agree. I just you know, continue to sprinkle him turning heel. Yes, but the the shield with all almost all three belts is hurting like the mid card because nobody's fighting for the IC title. Nobody's there. So if if we could just simply get, you know, Dean Ambrose get, turn the heel by Royal Rumble. You can have this shoot to go to Mania with Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins. Have a really good match of Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose that leads into Dean Ambrose getting crowned champion. Heel Dean Ambrose is the best Dean Ambrose in my opinion. Agreed. So, um, it, it needs to happen. Because Roman, I, I, I hate that it's like the shield revolves around him. Everything that's going on right now is a Roman problem. It's not like the Shield, like when it was, when it was, you know, the Shield. They was doing things because you know, f the man and whatnot. So, but right now it's, you know, what Roman got a problem, so we come together to help Roman out. And that that's not that's not what I want to see. You know, that's not a true true reunion. It's like Roman getting help from his friends. You know, so. I get where you're coming from because, in a way, I feel like, like that's why in a way, if they, if how I would have did it was, they will, they should have made this match a for the uh, like a winner takes all match, which I think they might yeah. have a Survivor Series, and I think uh, we're gonna get a sl- we're gonna get at least a month, maybe month, month and a half of where they have all three belts. Muggs gonna yeah. hit it, 
I'm gonna be like, hey, it's cool. It kind of makes adds to the Shields' uh, legacy in WWE off the band, where they all have all three belts and Raw. And then that's when you legit start doing the, the uh, all right, they're gonna break up thing, which I mm-hmm. feel like let Dingo heal. But I feel like this is a good way to, in a way, be like, all right, you can start building. This is where you got to start building up talent as well. Mm-hmm. All right, this is where you start building up the authors of the pain to be like, you know what? We're gonna take out Dean Ambrose and uh, Seth Rollins and get the best. yeah, and then that brings Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose shoot and stuff like that. I like that. But I heard at um, Survivor Series this team um, Team Angle versus Team uh, Baron Corbin. And winner gets uh winner gets uh <laughs> winner gets uh that's what I'm saying, they, that's what they're doing. I think that's the survivor series match. Winner gets control of uh Raw. That that makes sense though. It do but Angel I, do, to back soon. I feel like keep the shield and the dogs of war war dogs, whatever they want to be called, away from that. Find five mid carters like they mm-hmm. always do in these type of situations and just let them be great. Like yeah. let them let like let them get they uh peace like let them get their peace match and be like all right winner takes all thing like keep like I yeah. don't really give a damn about Kurt Angle and uh Baron Corbin using the Shield and Dogs of War because we know that those are the first three people that's probably going to pick I really don't want to see that this is a perfect opportunity mm-hmm. where you can sit there and be like all right we haven't seen Bobby Roode in months let's use Bobby, Bobby Roode like, tagging with um Chad Gable. Use Jason Jordan. Yeah, like you, you can find four. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be Jason Jordan a good pop, like the last you know contestant. Exactly, Jason Jordan. I'm fighting for my father. Exactly, like you can find five people, the rep, five mid carders to use. Like this is a good time to use. Like Elias really don't have much to do. Kevin Owens really don't have much to do. So like, okay, that's two. That's that's two more people for Baron. Uh, I mean Baron Corbin. Like you can find angle is pretty easy. Like it's enough decent amount of heels. I mean faces on SmackDown to use. Raw. Uh, yeah, it is. You throw Finn Balor. Uh, uh you, I guess this. Uh, ain't the oh my up. god! I think I honestly think Finn should turn heel, but do it at the turn of the year when they finally sign Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and all Um, start the Bullet Club or Battle Club. Beat the dog crap out of Roman. Then next WrestleMania, you get Ballot Club versus The Shield. That's Main event. Real nigga stuff. That sounds <laughs> it, it sounds fun, but I doubt it's going to happen. <laughs> I doubt it's going to happen, but it sounds fun. No, but like Finn Balor, I, I can't. This is another reason I can't stand Roman Reigns as champion, bro. Because if I feel Roman Reigns was a champion, Finn Balor would be in that main event scene. But the reason Finn Balor can't be in the main event scene. Cause he's not credible to go against Roman, even though he beat like, Roman clean. He beat Roman clean. Still, so he's one of the few people. Still, but this is, this is this is this is this is Roman. This is Roman after beating Braun Strowman, which he's going to do in Brock Lesnar at Crown Jewel. Like this is not a regular Roman. <laughs> this is a different Roman. And I'm like gonna, it's with this Roman run. Like if you look. That's why I feel like he's unstoppable. He's unstoppable. He has to go. He was unstoppable. If you're gonna make him unstoppable like this, make him a heel where he's like, I'm beating everybody, goddamn ass. And you've got a problem with it. Whoop my ass. He makes too much money for the company to be a heel. That's why John Cena never turned him. 
make it work. Like, he can he could be a likable heel if he's like the type who's gonna just say I'm beating your ass. Stop me. Stop me from beating your ass. They just need to make him a, a tweener, Stone Cold Steve Austin type dude, you know? And that's not a problem. That's why I say let him be the type to beat everybody ass. He a little face. I'm whooping your ass. I'm Roman Reigns. Stop me. Yeah. Like, I, I like it. Type, if he had that type of persona instead of the the big dog, I think, like, <laughs> the, make, like add on with the big dog or, like, legit, like, I'm that nigga. Like I'm that nigga. I'm not, you can't stop me. I'm beating your ass. I'm Superman punch you three times. I might spear you four and good luck. And God forbid I add another move. Like make like if they build him up like that and then that that way when you finally add somebody be like, oh okay, like cause Finn Balor, like I get it, like he beat you know he did beat Roman clean. Like this Roman, he's probably not gonna be able to beat nope. Like, no, nobody who it's only one credible person. Finn is on the first, yeah. I, class of I, yeah, he needs yeah, yeah I see. Smackdown I was about to say that more than Raw needs Finn. Raw don't need Finn Balor, SmackDown needs him badly. Yeah. They do, they need another big face. Um, and I could see Finn with that belt around him. I could see Finn doing a demon against the Mia. It's like the Mia getting roll ups and stuff all over him. The next thing you know. No, 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 no. He comes out with the god darn club full of gay niggas, the, the, the gay club, whatever they call it. The, the, uh, <laughs> the, the love club. Everybody, uh, everybody club. No, but he come out as a demon. The rainbow. He come out as a demon and absolutely rocks. He's going to look like uh, my man's Treyway, uh, 6 9 G. He's going to look like the rainbow demon. I know what you mean. He I know what you mean. Love you, nice. Yeah, uh, but I'll see. Let's get to um. Let's get to um. The I think that was yeah. It was the main event. Uh, Take it versus uh Triple H. This match yeah. was. It was cool. It was cool. Like it, it was cool. Like it's <laughs> like it was cool. Like it was good seeing Triple H and Undertaker go at it one last time. Like Undertaker yeah. was in good shape. Like like I can see like he worked hard to get. Into like way better shape than he was against Roman Reigns. Like one thing is underappreciated about Triple H is his ring psychology. It's so this dude, this dude can make a match with anyone except for Roman Reigns. Does that match with anyone? But this, other than Roman Reigns, this dude can make a match with anyone, bro. Like it's so good. He can bring that. He can bring that heel persona. Like I remember, like even though you know Seth Rollins ended Sting. I remember when he was going against, you know, what Sting did at Mania, and I hated the fact that Sting won. But they heel, I mean, Triple H won. Triple H won. But the heel Triple H was so freaking cold, dude. Um, you know, and it's just really good. So seeing Triple H do the Triple H shenanigans with Shawn Michaels and stuff like that to make Undertaker turn, still mad Undertaker and kick him in the nuts. You know, we need, we need, that's the heel Undertaker. I no, I know, I know, because he didn't kick him. He didn't kick him in the nut. Now, Undertaker would have capped off the beating up Shawn Michaels and Triple H with a nut kick. Undertaker heel turn right there in the nut. But the fact that he didn't, like when he was going against Brock Lesnar, old man Undertaker, I ain't got time to throw hands, and I'm gonna throw this boot up your butt. Then I would have been like heel turn. But uh, you know, how do you feel about Shawn Michaels? You know, coming back in and wrestling. I, I'm concerned. It's leading up to. 
it's leading up to, you know, Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker and Shawn Michaels actually getting a W. My thing is, my thing is, I don't mind, but the lack of young talent being used in the WWE. I don't. I don't. Like this, but this is just for the Saudis. Like, the Saudis won't, never seen Shawn Michaels before, so they want to see but, Shawn Michaels. At Crown Jewel, and that's a tag team match. But I'm, it's leading to Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker Survivor Series for in the singles match. I don't want to see, because, like, my like thing is Undertaker is looking cool. Like he like this is what his second third match this year. Second or third? I don't really count the ass whooping he gave John Cena at WrestleMania as a match, but I think this is his second. I believe. Oh yeah, he did John Cena butt kicking. Yeah, so like yeah, like, I don't really count that, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But I I'm not sure like because I mean Shawn Michaels has a horrible back. Like that horrible back. Like I don't know if you gotta do those Shawn Michael type things, and you gotta rely on Undertaker to pick you up, hold you up at times, make sure you land safely, and and all of that. And Undertaker, yes, he's looking good, but he's not Undertaker four or five years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, Undertaker. Oh yes, yeah, like, I agree. Like it helps when Undertaker has somebody to help carry on the match, like a Triple H. Triple H can help carry you in a match. John Cena can help you make look good and all of that. But it's like, this is an old, broken down, bald Shawn Michaels in a one-on-one mm-hmm. match. I don't want to see that. Yeah. I don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. Nobody really wants to see that. Let, like, you could find something better to do for uh for Shawn Michaels and all of that. Not an old-ass Undertaker. <laughs> I really don't want to see Shawn Michaels as a whole in the ring again, outside of giving people sweet chant music. It's like, the role he had, he played in this match was perfect. In a tag team match, Triple H is going to probably carry the match and all of that. Him and Kane, uh, unfortunately, Mayor Kane is going to have to carry a match. I'm just happy with the, 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 the freaking town of Knoxville, Tennessee. is not mad that their mayor is out there in Saudi Arabia wrestling the rest of the match. <laughs> not in Knoxville, Tennessee. I'm guessing, hoping Knoxville, Tennessee. Hope, I'm guessing everything's going well in that little small town, G. So, <laughs> hey, like, we, if it's like, if it was something like, if Kane was like a mayor, like a bigger city, like Atlanta, or like a state capital or something like that, like a Springfield, then it's a problem. But this is a small little town, no bigger than Evergreen Park, for all we know. So, yeah. Um, I just think, uh, you know, I'm okay with Sean I just come back. I just hate the fact that it's Undertaker. Give me AJ Styles. Give me Daniel Bryan versus Shawn Michaels yeah, at Mania. Those guys could at least help make Shawn Michaels look good. I think Shawn Michaels is perfect. He's been in, he, he been in the performance center with them young guns for like two years now. You don't know what exactly he's doing. Like, I know he's, he's like, he's like the, the like development. The, I think like the, yeah, like the wrestling coach and stuff like that, bro. He's in the ring with them. He ain't rusty. I, he might be ring rusty, as in, you know, when it comes to the psychology parts, but it's Shawn Michaels, bro. He's technically the goat in some people's eyes. So, he's going to be good, G. I'm just, I just don't want his back to explode where he can't walk. But, man, it happens. Nobody wanted, you know, Chris Benoit's brain to turn into mush, but he did it. Just he got caught at that moment. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, 
episode that too probably. Nobody wanted Chris Benoit's brains to turn to mush. That's <laughs> Nobody wanted this, but it happened. Um, I just think, you know, that it's a good thing. And these Saudis want it. Go with these Saudis. Want these Saudis are throwing straight bags of this man. And this man, damn it, I'm going to get what I need. So, um, you know, it's good. Uh, they apparently having some, like, some tournament at the Crown Jewel. Uh, so they having some type of tournament. And I don't know what's that going to consist of. Uh, Probably just something to have the, uh, the people that the Saudis didn't want to see do. Yeah. Well, look, I got to say this. A lot of people are complaining about, you know, the whole Saudi Arabia stuff, right? A lot of people are complaining about it. Because, uh, you know, Saudi out there, I think they about to freaking execute a woman for speaking her mind and stuff like that, or she's, you know, mm. fighting not to be executed in that jail and stuff like that. Cool. But they, if one thing, not cool, not cool, by the way, not cool, but, you know, it's crazy, but if WWE could somehow have women's wrestling during that Saudi show, like, ease it in after a few years, Vinny Mac struck again. He won if he can. Like he, if Vinny Mac struck again. That'd be a winner. Yeah, that'd be a winner. I won't be you know, So, and that's that's what I, you know, I'm thinking. You know, they, they might issue something. They might, you know, bring it in. So, it's going to take a couple of years, but it might happen. Um, but, yeah, Saudi Arabia show was a house show. But it was a, I mean, not Saudi Arabia show. The Super Show was a house show. It was just at a big stadium. Um, shout out to Ronda. Even though you didn't watch the match, Ronda has a knack for wrestling. I agree. Like, yes, I, mean, she's I, don't, not, I don't have no hate for Ronda wrestling. She, I just didn't think she, she uh, I just hate the Bellas as well, too. Nothing. I ain't nothing. I'm not about to watch the Bellas for like 10 minutes. I hate how Brie wrestles. Look, Dan Bryan, I love your wife. Uh, I think she's an awesome person. But, bruh, her doing your moves hurts, G. Her doing Daniel Bryan moves makes my eyes want to cry. She almost, she almost Chris Benoit or somebody. You don't want to be Chris Benoit. So, nobody wants to be mush. Yeah, Daniel Bryan, you was almost there. You know this. So, you know, hopefully, because it's leading up to Bree versus, uh, I mean, not Bree, uh, Nikki versus Ronda Rousey at the Evolution pay-per-view for the women's title. Chris' favorite match is going to be happening now. Um, you gonna love that match, bro. I swear you, I do. You be like, man, Nikki Bella versus freaking Ronda Rousey. This is going to be amazing. That's my turn. And you gonna, you gonna, <laughs> little gonna happen, bro. That's when I turn off the TV, walk away, <laughs> probably take a bathroom break. <laughs> uh, disrespectful, yeah. but um, yeah. Uh, who, who, you know, it's gonna be good. I think it's gonna be good. Uh, I like the I like the Super Show. Though. The Super Show was great. It wasn't like it. I don't. People need to quit viewing these network specials as like big four pay per views. Like these things are house shows at certain places, and they just making money off of it. But like they don't have to. They don't have to. God darn, videotape it for you <laughs> for your viewing. 
And uh, for people complaining about the crowd thing, you know, I'm a part of a wrestling page. Of, like, um, apparently a lot of Australians is on that wrestling page. Um, they said the crowd was electric, but they in an open air stadium, and uh, the all the noises go up, so you're not gonna hear a lot of people, exactly. you know, screaming and stuff like that. Just like in a football game, it's not like thunderous in a football game, even though it's a crap ton of people there. But on TV, it's not so much thunderous as you think it is. You that laugh, it's crazy. So, um, you know, it's like I said, glorified house show. That's what it is. But I think what they're doing is really, really good. It's more content for the network. I just hope, you know, it's not going to be the same thing at the Crown Jewel when it's just, you know who's going to win. Like, we wanted Samoa Joe to win, but deep down inside, we know AJ was going to win. We, I didn't know Triple H was going to win. Never mind. Now, I thought Undertaker was going to end that nigga. I legit thought, like, the, the way that match was going, I, I wasn't surprised that uh, Triple H won. Mm. Mm. All right, what's next? All right, so we're going to basketball now. Uh, mm-hmm. So, the NBA preseason is like two weeks in, and it's been... Like I said, Brandon, like Brandon Egram's really looking like the star of the preseason so far, at least in my eyes. Like he's looking Brandon Ingram, like, yeah. yeah Him, um, somebody else. I'm probably just him. Never mind. Yeah, like he's been really doing his thing. Like I know, like the second game against the Lakers. I mean, against the Nuggets, like he looked really good again. LeBron finally had a. Like a one third of LeBron type game and all of that. Like the Lakers looking really good. Like I legit like how the Lakers is playing. Like of course, uh, yeah. They they, they also look like it, it got that warrior esque feeling of them just having fun while they on the court. It's not so much of you know it's we struggling to win this game. So I know it's a preseason game, but you know when the Warriors on the court against you know any team, it just seems like they having fun. You know with ball moving and stuff like that. And that's why I kind of see from the, the freaking um, the Lakers at the moment. The, it's, the team is so deep. I know a lot of people complaining about, you know, the mean team and stuff like that. The team is, like, all that sad. Other than Michael Beasley and Larry Stevenson, Rondo and DeVel McGee, is, I hate to say it, they win. They, they're winners. So you got that. You, you, that's something that you got that, you know, other teams don't have. You got Brian. You got these young guns. So this that that team is looking really seems so good. Once they figure it out, like how to properly play well, because like when they look good, like the offense, like when it flows well, it, it looks really good. But like yeah. it is moments where it's like you scratch your head and be like, eh. But like that's just the way it's a it's a newly constructed team. But like yeah, very new. Yeah, but and it look like Lonzo's gonna be back sooner than uh sooner than everybody expected because he was questionable in like one of their last preseason games, so he might mm. actually play before the preseason is over with. So I'm mm. looking forward to seeing how Lonzo flows with uh with the plans of everything. But Brandon Ingram's definitely out here in the field, G, and uh yeah. I'm looking forward to see how he do. Like and I know he dropped thirty on the Kings. It's the Kings. But like he's been looking consistently good. Drop thirty in like what, like twenty three minutes is a good thing. Exactly, like it's like, a short amount of time. To drop thirty, like I don't think like nobody yeah. really had a crazy scoring game besides that. Oh yeah, another guy I really definitely want to talk about is that uh, Alonzo Trier dude on the Knicks. That dude mm-hmm. Hooper too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, shout out to. Yeah, I don't know. Where he, the hell he the came Knicks from. beat it. 
Mm-hmm. They need it. Shoot, <laughs> so, he, he needs something. So, hey, like, yeah, because I, like, I really haven't even heard he, from Kevin. He should have got a point player. guard. He's a shooting guard, I believe. All right, cool. He can take Tim Hardaway's job. Hey, look, they. I, I, I still believe in Kevin. Like, I, I, he, he'll be. He's Tim Hardaway should be a rotational bench player, and not a starter in an NBA in my book. But that's yeah, my. They start from that. Yeah, they hey, you, you paying them to start. So shoot, you do, yeah, I think he gets fifteen a year, thirteen, fifteen a year. Mm. So he, you have to start. I'm sorry, you have to start. So, but like that. Uh, that man played for that chick in Indiana and got what he. I mean, not in Indiana, in Atlanta, and got what the heck he wanted. G. Exactly. <laughs> right. He did what he had to do. Respect. Like get that bread, bro. Yep. Get, get the yep. bread. Yep. necessary. Uh, oh yeah, shout out to the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, upset in the Boston Celtics. I'm here for it. Twice. Twice, like no, they, they lost, no wait, they lost the first time, but the second time they won. So really, yeah, the first time uh, Boston came back and won because like they were winning, oh, okay. like like when the uh like when the main rotation, the starters and the main rotation players were still playing, uh, Cleveland was getting that ass, and then oh. and then the third, the, uh, the end of the third, fourth quarter, like the uh, Celtics bench pretty much uh, benching. Uh, we don't know if we're gonna make the team, but we're gonna try to make the team. As players uh, was doing their thing and yeah. won, won them that game. Second game, Cleveland won. Like Cleveland legit won, and but it, it's funny seeing Cleveland legit. Like Tristan Thompson getting anybody mad is comical. comical. Yeah. Like, like he, like you, legit. All you did was challenge the East, and you legit made the mugs mad to the point where literally Boston's taking a preseason game. Series where uh, Aaron Baines, Daniel Rick, J.R. Smith arm out his damn socket, and then Marcus Smart being a little punk bitch literally hits him from behind. Like, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, you get mad. Aaron Baines was, he, he didn't almost rip his arm out of his socket. Though. Like, if you looked at it, that, that arm was coming out. But uh, it, it reminded me of when uh, Kelly Olenek, uh dislocated Kevin Love's shoulder during the playoff game. Yeah. It was it's similar to that. So like I was about to say, oh shit, don't do my man's Jr. like this, G. And then like Jr. was like, and hey, Nick, what you doing? And pushed him. Like, mm-hmm. like G, it's preseason, G. Like, and Mugs getting emotional. Like, yeah. like come on now. But but Mark, but like that whole situation blew me because I'm like, G. And, and it's funny, everybody in the league has literally seen like no respect for Marcus Smart because everybody said that nigga flops too much to be out here acting tough. Yeah, he do, he do, and. The Celtics pay him to be that type of player, but like, come on. Like, your job is not your job is not to be uh tough, bro. Your job is to be smart, like your name implies, and just flop, bro. Flop. No, he's an errant. He's an errant type nigga. So I don't. I, I really don't expect anything less. But don't buck, like nigga. Who are you? Like Celtics wasn't probably gonna pick you up. Like if somebody gave you a decent amount of money, something would have been like, "Well, man, Terry Rozier is a good dude." Exactly. So like, it would have made keeping Terry Rozier a lot more easier than they had yeah. concern about because literally, like, they really was not thinking about something. This is a this is the thing, you know. Nobody's not really want you as a restricted free agent if the Kings don't throw the money at you. The Kings throw yeah. every restricted free agent in the bag. They almost gave they the, like the Bulls way to the Kings through Zach Levine in the bag and be like, oh that's a reasonable deal we'll 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 work that out we'll we'll take it we'll take yeah. that deal like you know the, the Kings did not throw the bag at Marcus Smart G. the Kings <laughs> did not throw the bag at Marcus Smart crazy man 
crazy. Exactly. But like, I'm like, bro, you don't hit no dude from the back of the head. I'm like, bro, and then it's the preseason, G. Like, come on now. And then like, you, and then Jason Tatum, dang near hurt himself, pushing him away. Like Tatum, Tatum fell over him. Tatum and somebody else fell over just to keep Marcus Smart from uh trying to get suspended like a dumbass, G. But shout out to J.R. Smith for hey, the control of the preseason. Yeah. Uh, you know, holding for J.R. Smith to, you know, not look back on that, that finally blunder like that, you know, hurt him in this season. Um, but, you know, the Cavs, they, they look like they still can make the playoffs. Yeah, uh, I'm people to jump. Like, as long the key is Kevin Love staying healthy, but, like, the Cavs can be an 8, 7, 6 seed in in the East, easily. Yeah. Kids not just that on the of us staying healthy. I think it's also production for Ronnie Hood. I think they're going to need a lot of production for Ronnie Hood. Because Ronnie Hood. Ronnie Hood has to play. Yeah, they gave him the money, too. But just not that, Ronnie Hood, he got to play for his freaking confidence sake, too. That, too. But it's, like, mainly the contract, like. Like you gotta be confident yeah. to get the money too. So like, if he don't play for confidence, then you can't play for your money. And then you in China. But like you know, he has the build of a great player and a skill set of a good player. But you know, what you doing, Stewie? Like you, 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 yeah, you. Just do it. Just produce. Because he, he, I'm pretty sure Ronnie Hood at his best is a hard person to defend. You know, and they're just not doing anything about it. I don't know what. I think him getting traded from Utah really hurt. Like, really hurt him, yeah. Hey, like, okay. I think because, like, with Cleveland's office last year, it's called LeBron runs point. We'll figure it out. Ooh. Find space. And hopefully LeBron finds you. That was their offense last yeah. year. Going to that system compared to where the Kings, they run a legit offensive system until, until it's time for Donovan Mitchell to do his thing. Mm-hmm. That's their that's the offense. They, they legit have an offensive system and all. That's why I like niggas like Joe Ingles give Paul George buckets and all of that. That's why like Rudy Gobert can average 15 points in that system. That's why Derek Favors is still in the NBA. Because of that system, Ooh. like Jay Crowder, what? like Jay Bro, Crowder, are you on that with Derek Favors? You said what? Are you on that with Derek Favors? Look, man, like I forget Derek Favors is in the league sometimes. So I look at his stat line, but like, oh, he's still good. That's just my thing. I have no hate towards Derek Favors. And then even Jay Crowder is another example. Jay Crowder looked like trash the whole time he was with Cleveland. That man got into a system like he was in Boston. He was able to make make jump shots again. So it's like certain players are just yeah. not able to just deal with a free flowing. We'll figure it out on the go type offense that Cleveland has, and then you have a system yeah. that the Jazz run until it's time for Donovan Mitchell to do his thing. And plus, I think yeah. losing your job to Donovan Mitchell will hurt too. Yeah, like Donovan Mitchell took his job, took his job, took his yeah. minutes. He took it yeah. and walked away with it. And then beat Paul George and Wes Westbrook. Well, wouldn't that be Joe Ingles who took his job, though? No, because Joe Ingles was the small forward, regardless. Like, I think Rodney Hood. Yeah, Rodney Hood is a small forward. No, he's a shooting guard. He's a small forward. He should be a shooting guard. I, I see, like, he plays more like a shooting guard. I think he knew what the niggas like. The niggas are small forward size. 
and not just on height. He's six, 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 seven, like well, barely two mm. pounds. It looked like so, like he, that's a shooting guard in my book. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like probably yeah, in current NBA standards, he'll he'll definitely play some small forward. But like I definitely believe he's a shooting guard. I would definitely play him as a shooting guard more than anything. Like I've known him as a shooting guard. Like, but um, mm -hmm. but yeah, like Donovan Mitchell still took his job. So like that will hurt your yeah. business too in a way. But like he Rodney Hood has to play a key role. And then also the guy, the myth in itself, Seti Osman. I'm not worried about Seti, man. I'm not worried Seti about Seti. Seti got to. Seti's gonna do his thug dizzle. Seti's gonna do his thug dizzle. But like I think the key is definitely gonna be Rodney Hood. Cause like yeah. Kevin Love is gonna get hurt, but like it's a difference between like injured and hurt. Like Kevin Love may be like may sit out yeah. games because of his back or not in the mocking way at all because of like he may have a may need to take a mental rest day because like because he has his mental illness thing that he has to work he's and he's been on a, and all of that. So like and he's in Ohio. That too. So uh but yeah, so like there is gonna be times where like yo uh, yo, Ronnie Hood, we need you to be the number one option, bro. Mm -hmm. like that. So, but like, I, I Cleveland, I like, I'm not really too concerned about Cleveland. Like, at worst, they're gonna be a lot of like a high lottery team, but at best, they definitely gonna be a six seed in the East easily. So, like, mm -hmm. up and realize like Trish Thompson really wasn't tweaking, saying like the East still goes through them. They may not make it out the first round, but like. They, <laughs> But the East still technically goes through them. Like they, they're still gonna be a pretty tough, hard nosed team to really deal with. Like they got a lot of dude, a lot of veterans who got nothing to lose, who's gonna play you tough and got something to prove and don't wanna look look at themselves as the team that LeBron left, but the team that like hey, like we like LeBron just didn't do this alone. Like we we played the yeah. part here. We played the part that he lost to, but like we played our part too in aspects. Yeah, exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I see. I, 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 I like the Cavs. Uh, I also want to see, you know, Colin Sexton versus Kyrie so bad. My hands are sweating from that, yeah, bro. That's another dude that uh, I think is definitely going to play a key role is Colin Sexton, too. Like, I don't know whether he's going to start or not, but, like, if the – Who start? You, you start George Hill over him? I'm not sure if like I'm not sure yet. Like I like I like what I've seen in Colin Sexton so far in the season, but like I don't know if they're gonna. Lose you might as well. Like you might as well give them all. Yeah, you might as well. You know, top ten pick. That, that that's that's who you got Kyrie for. That's yeah, it's no point of you know sitting him. Like if anybody's sitting any of the top ten picks, you're stupid. Unless you want another top ten pick. Uh, or you got the you high back like Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. But if you ain't in that situation, like, if I swear to God, if Vucevic start over Mo Bamba, Mo Bamba needs this NBA experience. He needs to be on the court as much as possible. Orlando, you're not winning games this season. Hold that. So you need to put – that's what I say for the – like, you need to you need to get him on the court, you know, because you drafted a point guard in a, in, a, in a point guard heavy league. So, you know, get him on the court, Joe. Get him on – that's all I want to see. You know, get him on the court. Have him loosen it, have him loosen himself up, you know, to the league. Cause I don't know, it's not college. And if you have that dude coming off the bench, you're gonna turn it to Denzel Valentine. And you know, nobody wants to turn him to Denzel Valentine, dude. Exactly. <laughs> don't give me sorry, Denzel Valentine. But <laughs> speak, oh, yeah, and Greek Freak, I think, finally learned the jump shot, too. But I think he learned, yeah, I see. And that's, yeah, that's it's, it's a problem. problem. 
I've yet to see Ben Simmons shoot, but Markel Fultz found his jump shot too. Yeah, Markel Fultz, uh, that's a person, that's another person I was thinking that, you know, the uh, Summer League did justice to, uh, showing their skill sets and stuff like that. Um, because Markel Fultz is looking really good. Man, I can't wait to see the system with Markel Fultz in it this season. Like, legit, legit. Like, in a, you know, not playing restricted minutes. It's going to look so good. Uh, finally, they'll probably up, update his god darn 2K rating. <laughs> and, uh, three point shot because that's the main thing. <laughs> yeah. That makes it yeah. hard to even play with the mid NG, that three point shot. Yeah. That shot, period. That shot, period, makes it hard to play with. Yeah, that shot, period, makes it hard to play with. Exactly. Uh, what else? What else did you get from the preseason? I liked it. Um, I like Markel Fultz. Uh, I got that um, my man Malcolm Bradley or whatever his name is might have a problem. This nigga don't play no defense. Malcolm, uh, niggas been, I mean Malcolm Bradley? No, the nigga Bradley the third, whatever his name is on Sacramento. Oh, I his Mar- name. Oh, yeah, that dude. Yeah, Marvin Bradley. I've been, gonna play telling, I've been telling people like, gee, like Wendell Carter. Played defense and his job was to play offense in that front court and do. When mm-hmm. he played defense, Marvin Bagley played the offense. You can learn defense like he he has the build of somebody who should be able to play some good defense. Yeah. He's just like I get it, being in the Kings doesn't help in a way. Mm-hmm. Like hopefully Zebo help like Zebo makes the man play defense. Probably send the GDs out yeah. of him, but like look, bro, you guard yourself, or guard this, or I'm calling the GDs. <laughs> and Willie Collie Stein is not a is a is a good defender as well. So like he has people around who could teach him to play defense. It's just what defense is more like yeah. the effort. Like G, if you're athletic and you're talented on offense, you can play defense. G, it's just do yeah. what you want to. And all that's the main thing is put in the effort. Like he is too athletic not to put in effort on defense. But he's been getting cooked since the summer league too, though. Definitely. So like, definitely he been getting cooked. Yeah, it doesn't help when you see Wendell Carter uh stopping Greek Freak at the rim. <laughs> like it doesn't help, like because then it makes people sit there and be like, "Yo, what were you doing, bro?" <laughs> like it makes people yeah. sit there and realize things. No, I think he probably be one of them in the draft. One of them dudes who, you know, like how Darren Fox and, and the other niggas was that wasn't got darn Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum and all them. So you know. I think he'd be one of those dudes, you know, middle of the pack. Not bad, but he ain't the best. So, you know, hopefully the man actually get better. I don't want to see him, you know, hurting. Yeah, like, I'm not too concerned. Like, he's too, like, he's way too talented not to be, like, end up being one of the better players from this draft. Like, I think, like, I agree. He's going to be. He's gonna this his rookie year is gonna be a reality check for him to realize like mm-hmm. a you're gonna have to learn some things but like I feel like by the end of his rookie season like I he should still make first team all rookie in my book he he should mm-hmm. still make it he might make his case late in the season but he, I still think he's gonna be all first team rookie though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, I can see it. I can see it. Who else? You know, we can 
if they do the whole front court thing, you know, my my Bob and Aiden probably be the, the first thing. It, it like, depends. Like, it depends how Mobamba plays. But Wendell, Wendell Carter Jr. too. Wendell Carter definitely has potential. Like, he's Wendell Carter's probably gonna be starting once the Bulls trade Robert Lopez. So, like Robert Lopez, I'm calling it now. Robert Lopez to the Lakers. For real? I'm calling it. I don't see it, man. I don't see it. I don't see it. It's it it depends on how badly like the experiment of of LeBron at center slash Kuzma at center works. If that experiment doesn't go as well as they think mm-hmm. it will, you get another big, you get Robin Lopez. That way like you just that way like you can split the minutes between those two. And then some LeBron at center, but not all the time. Yeah. Uh I can you know, the whole LeBron and center thing, I want to see how it works too. But with some of the centers, like, the only time you won't be able to play it is when you got, like, you're going against DeAndre Drummond or Clint Capella or somebody like that, Dwight Howard. Exactly. With no offense to my man's cat, you're going against cat. I think LeBron James will have a, a decent time. Um, you're going against, like, people like, you know, AD play center, LeBron James would be okay. Um, so, I don't know. I don't see, I don't see him. Playing center really hurts him uh, or hurts the team. I just think in certain situations, I don't want to see LeBron James, you know, trying to box out DeAndre Jordan. I just don't want to see that. Exactly, because, like, the thing is, LeBron is a great rebounder, but at the same time, mm-hmm. like, LeBron, it's it's the physical toll that it's going to take on him more defensively. Yeah. And all that yeah. because like it's I, I'm not worried about defending defending against uh DeAndre Jordan's the key is just make sure you don't get alley oops and all of that. It's just the yeah. offensive like okay like you make the the rebounding and all that because like that's a big ass nigga at the end of the day a big ass athletic. Yeah. So like you gonna have to figure that out. But like it, it depends like if they looking like as like one of the worst rebounding teams in the league and they're not really doing yeah. anything to combat it. Then you got to look into getting on Robin Lopez. But they also got Wagner. They can play Wagner. Your Wagner, has Wagner to, you know, is no bigger than LeBron, and he's a white boy, and I don't really trust. I, I got that's a right. He's a he's a stretch four as well. He's a he's more like mm. yeah. He's not a, like a big bruiser type center type dude. He's a stretch four type dude. That's what he was in college. Mm. Like, rebounds, but like in college he was getting boards. But it's like NBA is different. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. yeah. Unless he proves to me be like that hard worker type white boy, then it work. Like I got to see more. I got yeah, exactly like like he like like Frank the Tank. He works hard and he gets what he does what he do. But like I gotta see if he's like that type of guy who's gonna hustle, get on them niggas' nerves and all of that to uh, get them boards and all of that. Like be an irritant. Like, I gotta see that in him. And like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely same thing. Moving on, that's so. Me and Daytra, we open up. Well, more of me, but I give Daytra credit too. Uh, our first uh fantasy basketball league that we started with friends, friends and close friends uh, on both sides, and definitely excited for it. And mm-hmm. the draft was yesterday. It was <laughs> plenty of laughs because it's fun seeing how mm-hmm. much your friends 
no basketball in a way because or no one yeah. wanted basketball because just certain ways people drafted certain picks and all it was just extremely questionable and also just not being ready for the draft in itself like i, I yeah i stress these niggas 9 30 since i opened the league 9 30 saturday 9 30 october 6 2018 9 30 p.m <laughs> we're drafting all day i message <laughs> niggas letting them know like hey make sure you download the app or be on the computer it's ready wop the bam but hey that's niggas for you though but I'm happy with my team. Oh, I'm, I'm extremely happy with my team. I think matchups, certain matchups, I think especially like just Jesse's team will hurt me. But, you know, getting Greek freaking John Wall is really good for me. Um, you know, it all depends. Because, like, you know, I really want to Ben Simmons. Hopefully, I, I shouldn't have picked him before I picked John Wall. But... I kind of, you know, who knows what Ben Simmons do his sophomore year. He'd probably be, uh, I don't know if he average 20. He'd probably be an 18, you know, 10 and 8 guy, which is extremely good. Still good. But <laughs> really extremely good. But, uh, you know, I think John Wall and them got something to prove. And um, in Washington this year, mm. they really have something to prove that they actually can, you know, they're not going to make it to the conference finals. But they could probably get out the first round. So, you know, I want to see what they can do. So I picked John Wall. Um, you know, get DeMar Rosen because DeMar Rosen definitely is going to ball because he has something to prove under pop system. He's going to be more efficient. He's going to get better looks and stuff like that. And look what, look what, look what the pop system did for, you know, Marcus Aldridge. Uh, Marcus Aldridge is an all star. I know he was, really, I know he was, you know, probably like borderline all star before he went to San Antonio, but he's guaranteed all star now. So he probably still make the all star game this year. So I like what I got. Uh, like I said, certain matchups probably against your team, Jesse's team. Uh, my first game against Miles, you know, scares me a little bit, but. I like it. Shout out to Deron being an easy, easy, easy point. Shout out to Aaron being easy. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Cubs being easy. Shout out to for Tyler getting Carl Anthony Towns on his first pick. Um, shout out to all that. Shout out to all that. That's really great. He's going to build my confidence. Um, he's going to help me out. He's going to make me feel good. He's going to make me feel like I drafted a god twat when I get those easy, easy wins. Uh, but other than that, you know, I can't wait. Hopefully this goes better than the one we had at the crap place we call Adidas. But who knows? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Hey, you never know. But, yeah, I'm pretty satisfied with my team. I went hard and first over Greek Freak. Solely, like, like I've done enough fantasy basketball to know, like, how the point system works. And my main thing was I just wanted niggas to do at least two, maybe three things. And, like, I feel like everybody on my team at least does two or three things very well. Like, James Harden can pass, shoot, score, rebound. He's going to get triple, He's gonna get at least five triple-doubles this season. So, that's an easy, like, hey, okay, cool. Marcus Aldridge, all right, cool. Gets buckets, rebound. He will, get, he will somehow average one or two blocks a game. So, like, I don't know how he will, but he, he does that. Ken Capella, literally, all I need that nigga to do is rebound and get blocks. Maybe a few steals here and there. Kimber Walker showed up for buckets and hopefully some some assists, but he doesn't pass the ball enough. So hopefully it works. But and then, mm-hmm. then like 
feel like, and then I got Mike Conley to make up for what Kimba doesn't do, which is pass the ball, and also have a healthy scoring percentage, uh, shooting shooting percentage and threes and everything else. And then from there, I just thought about niggas and just be like, all right, what can you bring to me? What will you do to help benefit my team? Like niggas like like uh, Josh Jackson, I feel like he's gonna score and and probably be a really good defender. So that will help in terms of like steals and stuff like that. He's pretty athletic. He might get a chest down block. Jordan Bell, solely because I know he's going to play a lot of center, so he will get, like, a lot of those, mm-hmm. like, mess and might even play for Draymond when Draymond sits out because I feel like Draymond will be getting hurt a lot this year. I'm just throwing it out there because he's old. He's getting old in basketball uh, years with, by the way he plays. So I think Jordan Bell will mm-hmm. get a lot of uh, respectable minutes. And then I somebody who I really got that I really think might low key be the star of my team is gonna be my man Luca Donich G. <laughs> like look, he's gonna literally set me up for a lot of success as long as the, the Mavericks use him right. So that's like Luca's my steal. <laughs> Luca's my steal so far, I believe. Luca's gonna definitely be my steal. Uh let me go with my team real quick. Uh I, 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 you know, it was a good draft. Thank God for being number two. Because <laughs> I, I wouldn't know what to do if yeah, I wasn't. Everybody was mad because I got the number one pick. It's so, it, it went yeah. based in order of who joined the league, just so y'all know. If you joined the league last, oh. he was last. He was Ooh. last. Just so y'all know. But that's still cheating because you that's created the league. Because I couldn't. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Green Freak come back. Oh. You know, I picked up Tobias Harris is a really good one that I picked up. Um, you know, he plays for the Clippers. He's gonna get buckets. Uh, when when Lou Williams is not, you know, on fire, he's gonna go for Tobias Harris. Sixty, what, what is it? Forty six percent, you know, from the field, really good for him. Um, DeAndre Jordan, lead the league in rebounds last year, I believe. Uh, lead the league in field goal percentage last year, I believe. On the Dallas Mavericks, finally. Can you go wrong with that? You know, he's going to do his thing. Also got, you know, something to play for. Probably not going to be in the league much longer. Probably like a fat mo four more years left. So he's going to do what he needs to do. And DeAndre Jordan is going to give me the rebounds that I need. Probably not on the point set, but the rebounds going to be beautiful. It's going to be amazing. And, you know. It's the Mavericks. Ain't nobody else going to be doing nothing. I forgot who they sent up before DeAndre Jordan came. Uh, Lou Wills. Lou Wills. Lou Wills is Lou Wills. In the discussion. Uh, Carmelo Anthony, he's going to be getting down from James Harden, you know, and Chris Paul. I think in a situation in Oklahoma City, you know, he couldn't, he couldn't play mellow ball with a lot of isolation. But that's all they playing on and freaking uh and freaking uh what you would call it and 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 Houston and, and it works for them. So I think you know they're gonna complement each other well, and I think Chris Paul Chris Paul being an amazing leader that he is, he gonna get you know mellow and where he's supposed to be, and probably that role is you know on the bench. Um, Will Barton because I need a small fort. Uh, Trey Young because he's going to be rookie of the year. Um, Zach Levine because I needed another shooting guard. <laughs> Michael Brown the third because I didn't have a center. Yeah, yeah. D.I. Waiters is not small. D.I. Waiters. 
Diawaitis because that's my Diawaitis, and Kevin Knox because uh, can't knock the Knox. I apologize for that. Uh, but um, yeah, I just I'm really I'm really liking my team. Hopefully, hopefully John Wall don't get injured or hurt or whatever you want to call it. He might miss him all. He's uh, he always misses at least I, two weeks. I don't. I don't think I. I don't think. Hold on. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, I don't have another. Oh, I got Trey Young. Okay, Trey Young will do good for me. And then he's Trey Young. Trey Young is in Atlanta. Like, who's gonna touch him in Atlanta? I mean, like, who? Who? Uh, Jeremy Lin, the other dude, Tyshawn Prince. Nah. Wait, is Tyshawn Prince that dude from Atlanta? I think it's so. Yeah. Oh, Terion Prince. I think it's t- Torian or Terion Prince. One of the two. He still sound like a football player. Look like one too. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm good. Uh, I but like I said, against teams like you and Jesse, maybe Mouse, it's gonna be hard. But you know, for teams like Deron, Cousin, uh, DC is a, I don't know yet. Teams like Deron, Cousin, and stuff like that. I feel good. I feel good about it. I feel really, really good. Really, really good. And the funny thing is, like, this being on like ten of us, the free agent pool is really good in case somebody gets hurt. Like, if you, if you, if your point guard gets hurt, Colin Sexton's there. I, the midget Isaiah Thomas is there. So, like, J- Jeremy Lin is right there. Like, so, like, you got respectable yeah. each position. You can at least produce. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't hear you. You were breaking up, bro. Still can't hear you. Nice and quiet. You said what? Like it's it's really sad. You apologize for the technical difficulties the that we hit on this podcast. The Saudi Arabians wasn't too fond of day trail slandering them so they took folks internet out so but yeah but just in podcast on a good note be on the lookout for our basketball segment of our fantasy basketball segment of threes in the ring we will give you updates on what's going on in our league who's winning who's losing even players on our team we feel can do big Big things for us throughout the week as well. But yeah, hopefully Daytra will definitely be back next week. Definitely should be. Hope so. But definitely should be. But that's hope. Keep them in prayers. But this your boy Chris J. Appreciate you guys listening. Follow me on Twitter at deep underscore Chris underscore J. Follow the Facebook page. No Chill on the podcast. And just be on the lookout for many, many new content from No Chill Media. Appreciate you guys for listening.